Hello and welcome to a very special episode of Hot Takes, the story screen podcast where we see movies new, or at least new to us, and we take very fresh, very spicy takes to the microphone and we tell you, the audience, our most freshest of takes. I'm your hostess with the mostest, Robert Anderson, and I'm joined by a menagerie of very talented movie folks. Um, And before I introduce you guys... As you say your names, I want you to tell me very briefly your relationship to Star Wars and what your favorite Star Wars is. Because today we're going to be talking about Episode 9, The Rise of Skywalker. My name is Jeremy Kolodzewski. My relationship with Star Wars has been tough. (laughs) (laughs) No. I mean, I've been been watching the, the movies and consuming various media of it for a a very long time Mm. and uh hearing and seeing a comeback for the last four years has been exciting and has been quite a roller coaster in Mm. all of its forms of media you got a favorite one uh of all time i mean it's probably a new hope word a new hope is probably my favorite classic my name is Jack Kolodzewski, and Star Wars is my grandpa, ah. and uh, my relationship with Star Wars has also been terse. I've shown, I've shown Star Wars nothing but love. Um, sometimes it, it loves me. It keeps me strung along with that love, and <laughs> other times it, it uh, not so much. You got a favorite one, Jack? Uh, yeah, my favorite one's The Last Jedi. Word. Bernadette, uh, can you introduce yourself, please? <laughs> <laughs> I'm Bernadette Gorman-White. Uh, I've been watching Star Wars for a long time, watched the original trilogy as a child, and then my dad took us to see episode one, Phantom Menace. That was our first outing with my dad after my parents got divorced, and so that stuck with me for a long time, and oh, yeah. I ditched the dad, and I kept the Star Wars so, not a bad trade. No, not a bad trade at all. <laughs> wow. And uh, my favorite film for Star Wars is definitely The Last Jedi. Cool. Cool. Uh, I'll get mine out of the way quickly. Uh, you know, as, as all of us here, I also have a very long uh, relationship with Star Wars. It's probably my favorite uh, ongoing franchise of all time. I have consumed all versions of it from video games to TV shows to cartoons to books to many things. I do not consider myself a lore master. Um, I just really like the thing. And uh, and even though I like all of these normal Star Wars things, I also think that my favorite Star Wars movie is the most unconventional one, which is The Last Jedi. Dang. So three, three, four. Three, three. Fuck it out. One. Let the past die, Jeremy. <laughs> Let 50, go. <laughs> 50% of the listeners just turn this yeah. off. <laughs> just crash their car into like a ditch. Like, I'm done with this. Um, so now that we got kind of the, the listeners acquainted with like our – Star Wars uh, history. I will say real Please. quick, The Last Jedi is probably the best piece of Star Wars content that's been released in the and last now, and now 20 we lost years. the last 15 of them. <laughs> <laughs> you are our only hope, Jeremy. Our only hope. Don't let the past die. Let it live. Welcome, um, welcome to the third or fourth or fifth, probably tenth time we've rehashed The Last Jedi on a Story Screen podcast. Well, it will probably come up throughout this episode, but let's try and focus in on the newest of the Star Wars, the final of the Star Wars and the Skywalker saga, the rise of Skywalker. So uh, who wants to start with their their really spicy, spoiler-free impressions of the movie? I'll start. Um, I, I really enjoyed it. 
I do think that third act had a lot of very shoehorned things going on, but mm-hmm. I still had a really fun time watching it. I will say I was not as hot on them, not necessarily retconning some of the stuff in The Last Jedi, but making it more about lineage and not about who you are just individually, but we'll get into that. Yeah. But overall, I really enjoyed it. I was moved by many parts of the movie, and yeah, I'll pass it on to someone else. Quick hot take. Quick hot take. You're all looking at me. <laughs> do, it, do it, Jack. Hit it. I... Listen. All right, I... Jeremy, your turn. <laughs> <laughs> this movie, I don't like a lot of the things it does, but those are not my choices. So I cannot fault any movie for making choices that I don't like. I dislike the thematic disconnect between movies, which, again, I'm biased because I really like The Last Jedi. And I thought The Last Jedi introduced a lot of really thematic, in, uh, thematically interesting elements to the Star Wars canon that I think this movie has no regard for whatsoever. But even though I don't like those things... I think the thing that really broke me on this movie is how manic the pacing is at no point during this movie. And it's for me, I think it it falls into the same kind of pitfalls that the final Game of Thrones season hit, Mm -hmm. um, which I think two of you know what I'm talking about. Maybe one of you know. I'm I'm a book reader. No no spoilers. There are dragons in in that. No, in that. Oh, there's not. A lot of the big finale kind of moments that you expect to have between characters that you've known for a really long time fall flat because this movie gives you no time to dwell or reflect on them in any way. It's always this thing happens and we're on to the next thing and we're on to the next thing and we're on to the next thing. And it's the editing and the pacing of this movie that just and I, I couldn't feel those moments. And there are those moments, but you have to search before for them. I even before I even had yeah. time to p- begin processing or feeling anything in those moments, the movie was already on to the next thing. Yeah, and I think that is really the sticking point for me with this movie, and Jerry. I I don't like it very much. No respect, Jerry Bear. <laughs> All right, my Trying turn. To get, no, no, it's, <laughs> Uh, I'm, getting, I'm getting all my ducks in a row, all my all my thoughts together. All your porgs in a row. That's not the point of a hot take. <laughs> yeah, I, I know. It's I supposed know. to be spicy, Jared. I'm not. Spicy. <laughs> that's not the kind of person I am when it comes to watching movies, but I'm trying. That's the whole show. <laughs> I know, and I know, and you I. You guys have, sound like an idiot. And then we can we can have years. we can have a philosophical discussion. You must embarrass yourself about how we consume movies at another time. Mm. But uh, you know, it's it's nice that we're adults here. And that even speak even though <laughs> speak for yeah <laughs> even though Star Wars is is a meaningful franchise to 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 uh, pop culture and to the world of film we can learn to separate ourselves and not let Star Wars uh, just define our personalities. Yes, no, I agree. for real, for real. A this lot is, of this, people it's, do it's that. A, it's a yes. real conversation yes, to definitely. have about about this franchise. So well, I'm not laughing because I disagree with you. <laughs> Yeah. Jack and I were just talking about that earlier in the lobby yeah. before we watched this movie. I'm, yep. I'm sure. But um, I'm pretty hot and cold on this movie. I, I agree with a lot of the things that Jack says. I think the 
the pacing of it was a bit too much. It was too manic. There was it was trying to throw too much at you at <clears throat> once. But um it's it started to pick up for me in the second act. And I think it ends in a strong way. It could have ended stronger. And I think they were trying to incorporate too many ideas at once. Because if you guys notice in the credits, this movie has four writers. Yeah. And the yeah. more writers uh, a movie has, like, the more problematic the script can become. And, like, you, you take a look at Typically. everyone's favorite uh, Star Wars movie here, The Last Jedi. Who's the sole writing it's credit of that movie? It's yeah. Ryan Johnson. So I think – this movie was trying to tie too much up in a neat little bow to satisfy a very um, rabid fan base, vocal minority they, fan base. But it's like it's become it's become to the point where it's like it doesn't feel like a minority. Loud. They become, well, it becomes so loud. Of, that's the vocal part. Yeah, I know. The billion dollars that uh, the Last Jedi made is the unvocal minority. Of, yeah, yeah. Of of course. Um, my spicy take. You know, kind of, you know, going last, everyone's kind of said certain things that I, I definitely agree with. Um, I I kind of have whiplash from the movie. I, I do think that its pacing um, is, is like, you know, there's like a speed on the throttle where it's like, quick, adventure, who cares anymore? <laughs> let's end the movie. <laughs> I feel like we kind of get to let's end the movie, like kind of like. You know, about 20 minutes in. Um, I, before I go any further, I, you know, there's a lot of, as being someone who really likes Last Jedi, there's a lot of things I've learned about really liking Last Jedi. And the thing is, you know, I've been very critical of the people who don't like Last Jedi. I've been very critical of this vocal minority and people who are being dicks about it. This movie to me is like, I think what Last Jedi was to them. And I don't want to be a dick about it. I am in the same boat. I don't sure. want to be a dick about I am, it. That's why I said I'm I had to, fun with it. I'm trying to choose my words so carefully to not sound like one of those people. Yeah. So, you know, there's a lot of choices I don't agree with. I think there's a lot of choices made that the movie seems to disregard almost immediately. There's character development that I, I'm not quite sure if, if it feels very out of character for me, but I think at the end of the day, the the movie is is in a tug of war of, you know, someone who wants to take Star Wars in a new direction, and then someone who wants to keep Star Wars very classic. And we're kind of just seeing this play out on screen. And I think you know, JJ has said in many interviews that he wants this movie to be an ending to nine movies. He wants it to feel like a completion to the saga. But to me, it's like I'd rather just have more intimate moments with the three yeah. characters he introduced. And, you know, to me, I think the film has a lot of fun action, has a lot of funny moments, has a lot of times where I was like, that's cool. I like that alien. I like this thing. The 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 Starbucks or Starbucks, Jesus. The, the Star Starbucks. Wars wrapping paper. Dude, you've is, been indoctrinated. You were at Starbucks know, for too long. It's true. I'm hypnotized. The Star Wars wrapping paper, it looks good as always. Um, but to me, the, the movie uh, lacks heart. Yeah, I, I think the movie lacks a little bit of a soul, and you know, th- there's times where you see the glimmers of it. Bye, Burge. Bye, Thank you again. Bye. Bye. Bye, Bye. Bye Star Wars. Bye. Bye. Happy Star Wars to you. Happy Life Day. Happy Life Day. The best holiday. No one's ever really gone. Well, that was Burge Except gone. Mike. He's, he's, he's out of here. He left. So um, yeah, it's kind of like that little ad that we saw of C3PO asking R2, like. 
do you really think I don't have a heart? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's, it's like, like that. Yeah, it's that's like, it. <laughs> you know, this movie, it, it, it's, you know, I, I don't think we should be making films that feel afraid of their fans. This movie feels afraid of its Dude, audience. so much. It is such yeah. an answer to the worst criticism yeah. of The Last Jedi. And it it's... It, it it feels movie by committee in like the most damning sort of way I think yeah. and you know we've all talked about being critical of Disney as a movie powerhouse and the way that they've kind of started churning out these movies yeah. and it just this one really I, you put it perfectly it feels afraid of that really kind of and again. All of us, I think, know and are on the same page. We don't want to sound like this. Yeah, and I think we're we're dangerously close. And I think I kind of I steered us that way because because I'm I'm shocked by my own not enjoyment of the film. You guys should still voice your honest opinions. I think this is the no. weakest made movie out of the new trilogy oh, for absolutely. sure. One hundred percent. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, and borderline close to some of the dog shit from the prequels. Not that bad, but like maybe on the same level of uh, uh, what's the third one in the Revenge of the Sith. Revenge of the Sith. Yeah, it was nice that people were actually having conversations because I think that's what I find so annoying about the prequel trilogy is that no one's speaking to each other in any coherent language. Yeah, they're just it sounds like Shakespeare, but not good Shakespeare. It sounds like bad Shakespeare. So at least in this, like, they are having conversations with each other, but Mm -hmm. you're kind of (laughs) right. That's the best you can ask for is like, oh, this movie, they're having, oh, man, they're having conversations. (laughs) Multiple sentient beings are discussing things on screen together. But it feels like, did it not feel like to you guys that anytime there was dialogue on screen, they cut out, like, the edits of this movie cut out any sort of, like, Pacing response. to the unless, dialogue, unless it's a it just like where they're just like, "Hey, let's have like some cool banter." That happens. And like, I like, I like the banter. Hey, like they can when, fly now. Yeah, cool. They've been able to fly before. <laughs> they've they've flown kind of the whole time. Yeah, but that's not that's not what I'm going <laughs> to. I don't care. Yeah, I don't care about that. That's not what I'm here to be critical yeah. about the movie. The film of. introduces a whole bunch of like new force powers or like force powers that are new to the screen. Right. Um. And I don't care about that. I'm cool. I'm cool. Like there's space you can wizards. Do whatever. Yeah, it's do fine. whatever the fuck you want. You know. But uh, I the, the film was almost like it's like the least ambiguous Star Wars movie. Yeah, they're it was telling you everything. They sell you everything, and they're just like finally a movie with answers. And I'm just like, I don't think this is. It's like fan service in like the wrong direction. J.J. Abrams should know of all fucking people <laughs> that answers are not actually what people want. I mean, if they're satisfying, and, but these answers are no. kind of just like it, you know, it feels like it's pulled from like a Reddit thread. Fellow, this is how I think. This is how I think Star Wars should end. It's like this, 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 this. But did you see the cool lightsaber? They yeah. answered my questions. They showed hey, us a cool lightsaber. Listen to me, <laughs> punching your thumb through my eyes. Listen to me. Um, all right, I'm trying to. I want to steer the ship away from like us being like upset about it. I don't want to dog on this movie the whole time no. because I, again, I'm not upset about it. I'm mostly satisfied. Jeremy, can you talk about the things that satisfy yeah. in the film? Without going into spoilers, can you give some, like, broad strokes? Um, I thought the I, – I I did think the the, the way the, the last third of the film, how, how that was paced and how it uh, doled out information and how the characters interacted with each other, 
it all ended up in in a pretty satisfying mm-hmm. way to me and how how it all how it all built up there was there's 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 a turn for it where i started to like like it yeah more. it had more of a rough beginning it had that. a very rough beginning and just mm-hmm. things were happening we're going to all these planets things are happening it seems like uh like um like it's yeah it was like it was like a big old goose chase yeah and it it felt like it was trying to be like mad max fury road not not in just like the i don't see that comparison like it like the like the way it was paced of how you have this this small group of characters each with their own individual personalities and they're constantly being chased throughout the whole movie by this by this in, in very yes. basic level yeah, but sure. what i'm trying to get at is that i don't think jj abram jj abrams and company really learned the right lessons in terms of like structure and pacing from no, something like I, fury road and and that's the thing that i think like fails for me that for this movie is the structure and pacing like it just from the the bones of this movie are kind of rotten and again, like the decisions that they made are the decisions that they made, and that's fine for them. But I just don't, I, th- I don't think it works that well as a movie. I'm making my online peti- t- petition to read. Yeah, like, sure, uh, yeah, <laughs> reshoots, sure. Uh, to quote uh, fellow store screen managing ed- editor Diana Demuro, it got better <laughs> as Voice. it went on. Um, Bernadette, you, I think, also began this conversation <clears throat> uh, with more positivity. Yeah. Well, overall. I think something that really struck me getting into like these last three films mm. is that that famous quote, like, Star Wars doesn't belong to you. Yes. And I realized that it's not made for me. Last Jedi felt like it was made for me. And yeah. I think that's why I am drawn to it so strongly. Mm-hmm. But this one, um, they still had a lot of really great, like, settings and locations oh, yeah, that always. I really enjoyed. Mm-hmm. The alien life was great. But I think the only thread that they really connected from the previous two films was the connection between Kylo and Rey. Yeah. And I, I thought that, that was really good. strong. Yeah, that that's, stuff is pretty that's, good. That's, that's and the that stuff held that the movie the together for me. I, I wish they gave that stuff a more. little more time to breathe. Yeah. yeah. Or Not even, even more. Like the same scenes. Just give me a fucking second, JJ. Yeah. yeah. Or let that connection between the two of them filter out into the rest of the movie. Sure. Like, let that thread grow stronger yeah. instead of weaker by severing it from so separately from the rest of the film. Yeah. And I think, you know, the film is so trapped by, um, again, trying to be a conclusion to nine movies instead of trying to be a conclusion to three movies. Right. Yes. Where it's just like, you guys miss Lando Calrissian? It's like, I like Lando. Lando's great, but it's like every scene he's in doesn't matter. He's kind of a joke. (laughs) He's just there. Here I am. (laughs) (laughs) Ha ha! It is. And in in that way, I think The Last Jedi is almost anti-fan servicey. And I think that's kind of where a lot of the backlash came from is because it's deconstructing Star Wars in a lot of ways. And Mm -hmm. it's not – it is more challenging to fans than it is – Servicing the fans. This movie is servicing the fans in every step I just of the wish way. that they could have yeah. taken some of the things from Last Jedi, like those dangling threads, and continued them. Like You can still continue them in a the safe way, but they it, it feels like such careless abandon for a lot of them. Total. Yeah, they didn't was strange. care. Yeah. It's like you guys can like take those threads and go safe with it. Sure. 
But you got, like you got to give the people what they want. Yeah, but is this? I guess that's like the other thing. Like if we could take you know, as fans of the most controversial Star Wars movie, if we could take ourselves out of that seat for a moment do do we think that this movie will please general audiences yeah i think you're gonna see yeah. the complete opposite reaction to you the last so? Jedi. i really do and i'm dreading the <laughs> discourse that's gonna happen yeah. once once the the full like weight of the internet takes come out about this movie because honestly and I, yeah. this is really what's this is what worried me about going into this movie to begin with, yeah. and I think this is the reality that we're going to face because we are definitely in the worst timeline, <laughs> is all the people that really, really were vitriolic about The Last Jedi. And again, you can have criticism against The Last Jedi, totally fair, but like there is a level of hatred for that movie that I yeah. think is just not rooted in any sort of – I don't know. Listen, man, we're – at the end of the day, when you talk about our relationship to Star Wars, like yeah. – I like movies more than I like Star Wars. Sure. And I'm, and I'm not going to let like Star Wars cloud my judgment on how a movie works yeah. fundamentally. There are people who care less about movies than they do about Star Wars. That's also fine. But yeah. I think those people will probably find more in this movie than they did that they were looking for in The Last Jedi. Yeah. Well, they'll trick themselves into believing it because they have to stick by their guns and they've been – Holding those guns for two years, so yeah. again, of I don't, course, I'm not, I don't, I don't want, I, I, I want to stray away from like throwing anyone against the bus, sure, or, uh, sure, under the bus, and, but like yeah. against I mean, I the think bus, against the bus, in front of the bus, I don't want to throw I mean, a bus Bernadette, at these I think Bernadette brings up a good point. I, you know, we, we shouldn't prejudge the judges, but I think it's kind of safe to assume that this is the thing that would happen. But you know, I, I guess I. I if, if people really like this movie and they can identify and tell me the things they really like it, I sure. hope that they can sway me. <clears throat> and I hope that yeah. they can tell me like, yo, I was so moved when this happened or I cried at this moment. This injected me with this feeling. And if they can articulate that to me in a way that I've always, you know, I've tried to do, you know, about Last Jedi and stuff like that, then like, you know, I'm going to be happy for them. And like, you know, uh, movies like Empire Strike strikes back when it came out was controversial people weren't super into it and then movies like uh return of the jedi some people still don't like return of the jedi return of the jedi is like one of the I, best like i think the return of the jedi is fun i think that's the thing return of the jedi is super fun yeah and you got ewoks and it's, it's kind of that movie goofy oh, also yeah. it has some pacing problems i think for the opposite reason of this movie mm. yeah they, they linger on things for a little too yes long. it's like you want to hear c-3po tell a story it's like i guess you want to hang out I, <laughs> listen i like those ewoks they're cute as fuck we hang out with them for a long time um, yeah, show them killing more stormtroopers. That may help me more into yeah. it. Yeah, um, but yeah, and like you know, people you know have this like memory of like Empire Strikes Back, the dark one, and then it's like, oh, they're like chilling with Muppets in this one. I'm like, they always chill with Muppets. They've been chilling. <laughs> They've been chilling with Muppets the whole time. Right. They still chill with Muppets right now. Here's the hottest to take. <laughs> Takes the puppets are the best part of Star Wars. Absolutely, I watched definitely, every definitely. single one of these fucking movies in the last like month. The puppets are the best part. I mean, yeah. just look at how that one particular puppet has caught the entire world by storm. Sure. Oh yes. <laughs> yes. No, no. That baby that, puppet. That, Do not speak his name. Yes. That, that, that little I'll die shit's everywhere. Yeah. No, I love him too. He's I the best. Bold choice I'll that he was, strike you down. he was the big bad in this movie. <laughs> Crazy. Like, I can't. Oh, shit. That's spoiler. Spoilers. Sorry, spoilers, sorry, spoilers, sorry, 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 sorry. What a, what a betray- wouldn't that be the biggest okay. betrayal? I can't believe they show Baby Yoda. Dude, and he's not wearing pants. And he's just like, look at this. And you're like, is that his dick? And it's 
half an hour. This That's movie, the only time the pacing slows This down. movie had such a <laughs> fuck it quality to me. Almost like uh, 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 like mentality to me that like if Baby Yoda had showed up under the cloak at the end, I would have been fucking like whatever. Here we are. <laughs> you got to give the people Let's what ride they want. this shit out. All right. If I people think, want uh, Baby Yoda. I think we... I think we've uh, squeezed the grape of non-spoilers. I think we're ready to talk about specifics. And, you know, again, like talking about the trilogy and how it was received by many people without like forums and things like that to really go to to, to yell about things that we have this this now. Uh, you know, some of these movies may change over time. Star Wars will be around and forever and definitely for the rest of our lifetime. So, you know, these are our very spicy, honest, hot takes, but, you know, who knows what our second viewing will be. So if you're out there and you or don't judge us too too quickly because we're digesting it much like you either have or already have, you know. But like you said, I think I invite anyone who felt one way or another about this movie to like I, I want to have those convert like this is why we do this thing. Yeah. This is why we do this. Yeah, I don't have hot. discourse. But this I don't is have why we do this if effectively yeah. live process our feelings on it because I like to understand how other people feel about a certain thing, yeah. right? And I think again, bringing this back to the Last Jedi, like the thing that hangs me up so much about that movie is like the people that that I know personally that really, really don't like that movie, like. I try to pull out from them like what about watching that movie don't you like? And so often it breaks down to just like mm, I don't like this decision they made. I don't like this thing yeah. that happened. And that's and what we need to avoid. We want to avoid that. Yes. As we go into segue, <coughs> spoilers. Okay. We'll be right back with you know more specifics and maybe we can start to articulate the things that we don't like specifically, the arcs that we don't like. And then maybe through this journey we can find some of the things we do like. So we'll be right back. With spoilies. Hello, and welcome to another episode of It's Fits, where Story Screen's own film laureate, Brian Robert Fitzgibbons, speaks on a film. Today, Fitz will discuss the HBO series True Detective. Uh, True Detective. Didn't watch season two, but season one, I was just telling people that didn't care that that's the best television you could watch. Like, it, I I stopped, I forgot about it, and then two years later, I watched it, and it was, like, the most fun I ever had. There was, like, a girl in my room, and I couldn't even fucking pay attention. Like, I couldn't even, nah, don't do it. But no, it was like it should have like I should have put it on something stupider. I blew it. <laughs> no, I mean this has been another episode of It's Fits. And we're right back with spoilies. You like that, Jeremy? You like that? A little, little, be, little bean? A little nice. bean, you like that? <laughs> uh, yeah, this is how we do it. Yeah. <laughs> I've been around the block enough times. So, you know. Not necessarily a spoiler, but definitely the weird backbone of the film. Guess who's back? Back, back. again. <laughs> Palp is back. 
tell a friend. Or don't. Well, that's a spoiler. <laughs> don't, tell, don't tell. Well, the, don't the, the tell. The trailers have already given it away. So, so Palpatine is back, um, played by the oh. wonderful Ian McDermott. Always He's, wonderful. Always, I, yeah. always sneery. Milking it for what yes. it's worth. Say do he, it. He, say do it again. He, it's been too long since you said do it. He looks like he was having a lot of fun. I was having a lot of fun with him. Yeah. I don't like that he's there, but I, I'll listen him do that all the time. <laughs> Let me ask you guys this. Before you even saw this movie, what did you did, what did you think about Palpatine actively being in the marketing of this movie? I didn't really see a lot of trailers. I tried to avoid a lot of stuff. I yeah. saw that one okay. where – If you saw so, the marketing, what did you think about well, Palpatine well, being in the I marketing? Didn't, I that thought, weird toy poster? <laughs> I yeah, thought it was going oh, to be yes, like – just like some kind of like little thing. It was going to be more like a third act twist that Disney just like let slip in, in the trailers. But no, it's no, a, he is the whole movie. It's he the is whole in the opening thing. Crawl. The dead speak. So Burge and I watched the opening crawl earlier to make sure the sound was good. And the first oh. thing we, we saw the dead speak. And I, we both were like, ah! <laughs> dude, <laughs> But the what? Thing is, but no, but the dead as always speak. The force ghosts that always exist. I thought he was gonna be like not there physically, and they don't really explain like I saw him turn into lightning dust. They don't have to explain again that they're fucking space wizards. But like I just thought that was a weird tone being, setting. I, I, was that not a weird tone I mean, setting? I will say like when when they're in like lightning cave and he's like super dark and fucked up looking zombie and, like zombie, zombie palpatine yeah like literal I, zombie palpatine like the aesthetics of it very into very cool very I, cool i, I really I like that it. chamber i like the like hanging palpatines yeah stuff. and that's i liked kind of how cool. how lord of the rings esque this final trilogy has been because it was like the mines of moria it oh, was very yeah. cool no, yeah, mixed, yeah. mixed with that. like a clive barker novel the way, mm-hmm. the way he was like cybernetically like like attached. Do you guys to see this. that Assassin's Creed movie? No. no. Have you guys played Portal? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Kinda, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was thinking uh, Tetsuo, the Iron Man. Apparently, there's too many tendrils holding bodies at the end of it. Yeah. <laughs> In cybernetic form. Yeah. Um. So it's like all those things. Yeah. I thought I was very surprised that he is the narrative backbone of the movie, and it's so. At odds Ugh. with the other two movies, one of which being made by the same director. Yeah, but they finally explained Snoke's backstory, dude. Yeah, he's a dead clone. I. Why would you have to make multiple clones of one dude you only see once and then that he dies? And doesn't die. To, I don't. I guess those this is were like this is the movie sins is kind this, of shit. We don't want to like do a, this. Oh my god! Yeah. Oh no, that's just, like a legitimate question. That is, that's though. baffling. It's baffling. And the thing is, like again, aesthetically, seeing a bunch of like weird Snokes in the tank, I'm like, eh, that's fucking sick. <laughs> but it's like you know. Why not, like, use, like, something about, it's like, well, Kaminoans do cloning and stuff. Maybe they're here or something like that. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I guess that's that's that's, that's even playing more into fan service. Yeah, no, you're, you're right. You're right. I, I like, again, with. like, you know, I like You know the, what would have been better if uh, 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 Boba Fett's dad was <laughs> there? If he was Snoke. Jango Fett. Jango. If he was there... He was the clone. Snoke fed. And it's like his head in a jar. Yeah. Because his head was mm-hmm. like in Crank 2. Yes. Like, just like in Crank 2. Yeah. Yes. If this movie was more like Crank 2. I mean, it was paced like Crank 2. It kind of was. This movie was on fucking crack. It was, on, it was a little bit on fire. 
Like the Millennium Falcon when it lands, and they're like, why is it on fire? I'm like, like, why is this movie on fire? They're they're all yelling at each other like, why is it on fire? Why is it beating Jordan on fire? I don't know. Why is that the fucking... What happened? So let's... like uh, Jason Statham at the end of Crank 2. He was on fire. So we get introduced to... Crank 2 is a pretty good movie. It is. It's really great. So we get introduced to Palpatine being back very immediately, and he's very much in the movie. But then uh, we also get introduced to, like, the other main driving force of the film, which is, like, a MacGuffin. This Sith, not holocron, that they are, that there's, are there two of them? This movie is MacGuffin on top of MacGuffin. Talking about the one guy with the ship? The triangle. The triangle. Yes. Yeah, there are two of them. There are two of them. There are two of them, originally. It's paced Mm. more like a video game. It's super video game Than the recent Star Wars video game. That's a great story. Is... It's MacGuffins all the way down. There is a MacGuffin in that. There is a MacGuffin in that, but it's just one, and it's, like, thematically resonant. And it takes the whole game to get to it. Not just like, well, I got it immediately. Let's find the next thing, a dagger. Yeah. Which they erase C-3PO's memory for. Uh Uh-huh. And then get the dagger anyway. Uh (laughs) And then he just gets his... And then he gets his memory back. and, And, like, stop me if I'm being, like, a dick about it, but, like... There's so many decisions they make that have no weight because they're just like, I guess we're just not doing that. Oh, there's, remember there's when they they killed Chewie? Except never mind. In the next scene, we, yeah. we didn't He's actually fine. kill Chewie. Don't worry like, about that it. was messed up. That was fucked up. And I that think was that, messed up. I do think that this is Chewie's strongest time on screen in the whole new trilogy. A lot of good che- Chewie stuff. Chewie I is think. Chewie is okay. Chewie's the only one who is allowed to have like emotional time to process anything. He was the only like, time I'm I I'm getting cried. way ahead of myself. Agreed. But like mm-hmm. when, when he cried. When he cried. When yeah. the, maybe we'll get to this later. When the Leia moment happens well, and Chewie actually has time to have an emotional reaction to something that's Why didn't I hunger in Force Awakens? Why didn't I just walk past her after Han's death? I had time. That's probably what he was saying. I, think <laughs> I like to also think that no one, no one actually knows what Chewbacca's saying. Because there's a lot of times where he'll be like, and Ray's like, I know. And I'm like, what the fuck do you think? And, and, Chew, and meanwhile, Chew's like, you don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. Which is like, they, like everyone, does, like that's 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 a Star Wars that's thing. That's how Star Wars that's is. Like, that's how Star Wars is. But everyone like, has a babble fish in there. <laughs> yeah, but there's a, lot, there's a lot of ones in this one. I'm like, I don't know what he said. How do you know? Because like, usually you infer what was said by like what the next person says, and just feel. I'm like, I still don't really know what he was saying. You know, it's speaking. Going back to that recent yes. Star Wars game, Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. No spoilers, please. No, spoilers. no, no spoilers. But I have the subtitles I that's on. Play it soon. I have the subtitles on while I'm playing that game, and he, the main character he has like a little droid companion, BD One, that he speaks What's his to. Name? Cal 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 lightsaber. Cal, Cal, Cal lightsaber. I think right. Yeah. Fine. Cal I really thought you said his name was BD One. The, that's, that's, his droid. Droid. that's his droid name, which is Buddy One. Oh, I thought you were talking about BD Wong did the voice for this little droid. No, that'd be really funny. BD-1. But in the subtitles, when the droid is talking, it just it just says in the subtitles beep boop noises. Yeah. So Star Wars like <laughs> is adamantly refuses to actually well, tell you. Would you prefer a, if the droid subtitles were actually like exactly the human English language that it turns speaks out? BD One's a little anti-Semitic. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> Whoa, dude! You can't dude, say that anymore, stop. dude. You <laughs> could never fun. really say that. Stop saying that. Uh, there is a story that like they wrote. So apparently in the original trilogy, they wrote lines of dialogue for Chewie, and he would say He'd the say lines, yeah, and yeah. then they would cover mm-hmm. it up with, like, rrr, 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 and I always liked that. Um, <laughs> that was a pretty good Chewie uh, impression. Rrr, 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 that's, his, that's his indoor voice. That's movie uh, accurate right there. Uh, so yeah, we have MacGuffins. We're getting there. Does anyone else want to, like, you know, take take the, the baton from me and maybe carry on the... 
the walkthrough. Well, shall we get into like my main reason why I really don't like why Palpatine is here? Please. Yeah, let's do it. I that really took away everything that made the Last Jedi special for me. Yes. When Rey is being told like your parents. Oh, the retconning. Yes. Uh huh. Yeah. Like your parents were no one. Yeah. You come from nothing, it's and the, she's yeah. amazing. And she is the savior, essentially, of that story. And then you find out, oh, no, never mind. She's a Palpatine. And we're not going to we go. really tell you, like, you got to so give the internet what they want. Well, but it the, doesn't, like. Dude, the, 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 when he explains it. It's crazy. He's like, oh, your mother's brother's sister was your, your father's uncle's I, I was son. Like, what the fuck did you And say? Palpatine's your grandpa. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? It's. Crazy. It's like Adam. It's like Adam Driver wasn't like fully like okay. understanding what he was saying. Okay, notice Adam Driver notably absent on this entire fucking press tour. It, it, oh yeah, well, that dude knew. That, he's not, he's like weird about that stuff. Well, he's that. weird. Uh, well, he had the he had the the recent the, walkout, the, which the anxiety people are, moment. Yeah. People which, are being mean to him about it. I don't think that's right. That's not fair to him. No, but also while. Uh, Boyega and JJ are talking shit about The Last Jedi. Yeah. Adam Driver notably excused himself. Wow. Well, it's conjecture yeah, to Driver. assume there's a reason, but yeah, Adam Driver. Good job, Adam. He Driver. knows what the I, fuck is up. I don't. I don't want to read too much into a person that <laughs> I do not know. We're so. standing, Adam Driver, one way or another. Thanks, thanks for listening, Adam. Uh, and listen, I like Adam. I really like Adam Driver in this movie. He always brings yeah. it. Yes. Yeah. We we mentioned it in the spoiler-free part. I think the Ray and Adam Dr- and the, sorry the Ray and Kylo Ren Kylo Driver Kylo Driver. Which <laughs> let, me, let me ask you guys this. <laughs> let me ask you guys this really quick. Um, every time he shows up and they say it's Ren, that I, I don't know. It just I mean, I'm, I, I, which I'm not trying to nitpick this movie, a, but it was a, a little whole... weird when they're just like it's Ren. They call him Ren. Him now? Just they Ren. called him Ren. What are you gonna before. call him, Kylo? I get it's neither Kyle. is good. I well, think he has like just... four. He has like four fucking names. It's like it's Ben <laughs> yes. Solo. Oh, a, a death to another Skywalker. Walker. It's like all right, guys. <laughs> What's that, happening? Last Jedi also has this problem though. They're like, good job, Rebels. We're the Resistance. Okay, Rebels. Live long, the Resistance, Rebels. <laughs> it's like, what do we call them? <laughs> what We're are supposed they? to be letting the past die? What's going on? Um, <laughs> also, just. Yeah. Kylo Ben. They could have just called him that. Oh, I like that. Kylo Ben. Kylo mm, that's Ben. Good. That's good. There's, and there's also, but there's more than one Ren. So, like, why weren't they? Right, specific? there's all those the knights. knights, of the Ren. knights Which of finally, Ren. they put the Knights of Ren in the movie. I, w- I almost would have rather. Yeah, they're so interesting, too. <laughs> uh, I almost would have rathered uh, Ray be like a clone of Palpatine. Well, like, that was the conjecture going around. That was, the, that was like the running theory. And I liked it more than, like, they introduced. The film also, like, you know, other movies in the Star Wars universe, when they introduce new characters, if they're not a puppet, and sometimes when they are a puppet, they usually have, like, a lot to do to drive the main plot forward. This movie is introducing new characters all the time. Yes. And they don't really matter. They no. just don't really matter. And it's really strange. I can't even tell you the names of any of them. That one no. is Janna at the end, like, Finn's new chick. Finn's, yeah. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, it's like, oh, you both be stormtroopers. You want to talk about it? Yeah. <laughs> Now we're just together forever. Yeah, it's like we both can use the force. Kind of. Which is <laughs> so funny because we caught a clip of the Key and Peele sketch before this movie. <laughs> and it's and him, saying, does him saying, like, 
yo, you notice there's not a lot of brothers out in space? <laughs> yeah. And then this movie is like, let's introduce another black character and is immediately a friend's Best friends with because they're both the ex stormtroopers. Yeah. I, I really thought Lando was going to be like, and I'm your dad. I'm, <laughs> like, guess what? Guess what? You have slight romantic chemistry. I'm your both your dad. And your brother sister forever now. But instead, he turns to her and he's like, "Where are you from?" And she's like, "I don't know." And he's like, "Let's find out." It's like, okay, creepy man, I just met. Yeah, what it's very it, bizarre. I turned to I, I got this to, cool thing called Google. Let me taste your blood. I turned to your friend Brian. I was like, "What does that mean?" He was like, "What no, does no. that I'm mean?" I'm like, "What does that mean?" <laughs> he, he thought that Lando was like Mackin on her. I was like, "I don't know, dude. That's, it could have been mean, anything." I still got game. Like that's Lando. That's I mean, always been Lando. Lando fucks. Lando. Also, fucks. Yeah, let's get. Hold on. Fucking. Let's pause. Yeah. And get to the core thematic element of this film. Which is let the past live. Palpatine fucks. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, which is very so, concerning. Yeah. For this, me. Is, this is back to like what Burn had brought up. It's like this is very confusing, and it's like again, <clears throat> two new characters get introduced to the Skywalker saga. They're Palpatine's son or daughter. Which one is his uh, blood? No, his it was son. son. So he has a son mm-hmm. the whole Palpatine time. Palpatine fucks has, that we've never seen. Also, when does he fuck? Always. Because, like, that kid, because, like, it doesn't, and then they just kill, it doesn't make, the, I there don't was that get whole I don't thing about, you know, Anakin was born of the Force. So, maybe so he made another right, there was no father, right? Right. Yeah. So, uh, like except in, instead with Palpatine, there was no mother. I don't know. Um, and also, uh, when you saw the sun, it was like that. Kind of looks like Uncle Owen. I thought. <laughs> it was like, I always thought what it was is Uncle happening. Owen. I'm so glad you said that. I thought the same thing. It's, it's, I was um, like, why does he have to look just like that other character that already exists? Joel Edgerton. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That he was Uncle Owen in the prequels. Cool. Yeah. 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 Sick. The force is stored in the balls, as we all know. <laughs> <laughs> That's a t-shirt. That's <laughs> uh, <laughs> an official story screen uh, t-shirt. Yeah. <laughs> the Yeah, I was so like, and again, like, if the film maybe, you know, could like, we could turn to throttle back from like, please end me to like. Narrative. Explain a little. It's Let's too, talk about dude. It. It's this too is fucking a easy. Huge moment in Star Wars. All of them. It's like, what the fuck does it mean? I don't get it. Mm-hmm. Well, and that's. I. I think that goes back to like, like, again. I. I don't want to just sit here and dunk on this movie for an hour, although it is very fun to do so. And it's been forty minutes. So and very easy <laughs> to do so. But like going back to like again, I'm going to stick to that. That core criticism is that the pace of this movie and again all the new characters they introduce all the MacGuffins they go after all contribute to the manic pace of this movie yeah. mm-hmm. that doesn't allow any of these moments to hit like if Ray is Palpatine's granddaughter that's a big reveal even Huge. if I disagree with the choice that it's retconning the core thematic element of The Last Jedi that is the force is not tied to does not necessarily have to be tied to lineage the force is not something that belongs to any specific yeah. lineage or family belongs to or Broom person. Boy. It is it, be, it it is it is so much more than that. And to think of it in that way is vain. Which yeah. Broom Boy 
is the thing that I really was hoping they would go with is like the force is is all of us. And and that is what we can use to overcome this greater evil. Even though they totally do not do any of that. But say, okay, Rey is Palpatine's granddaughter. Yes. That is a moment that can carry as much weight as no, I'm your father. Yeah. But instead, Kylo spills the beans on that shit. And then she jumps onto the fucking Millennium Falcon a second later. There's, yeah. like, no time we, for her to even say, like, yeah. no. Yeah. Or get her hand it, chopped off. It reminds me of the ways Zack Snyder made the, uh, the all the DC movies. That oh, he well, bad, bad he, movies. <laughs> one of well, the, he the writer of spe- some of those movies is the writer of this movie. Chris Terrio, you're yeah. right. Um, and that Zack Snyder so badly wants these really big moments to occur and big moments that are like indicative of films past and stories past and all that. But he doesn't do enough to build up to those big moments. So when those big moments happen, they don't connect. They don't hit as hard as they should. Yeah, they fizzle. There's no dramatic tension in this entire movie. No, because there's no stakes. The only dramatic tension that that comes in is because you know that Carrie Fisher passed away. Those are the stakes. In yeah. this film. Well, that is... And that's a, not what the film is supposed to be about. Yeah. Yeah. The Leia stuff is really unfortunate, and I think they don't they don't have a choice in that matter. Right. right. They did the best of what they could, but I, I almost think that they used this reused footage, like, too much. Yeah, they did. They really like, did. She, and, like, I, like, I'm not trying to say, like, Leia's too much in this movie. I would love her to be in the whole thing, but this is not the, this is not the reality we live yeah. in right now, you know? And I feel like... It just like there are some times where I was like, "Wow, this shockingly works. This like works super well." And there's other times where I'm like, "This is not working at all." It was. This is not working at all. I'm sorry. Like it was petering on that territory of like, you remember that old South Park episode, which is Chef's last episode, and they didn't actually have Isaac Hayes. They use his. Old, they use like, his old yeah. like clips and so like, how do you do, children? Like yeah. it was starting to peter on that territory. Close to it. Yeah. Yeah. Never like, underestimate a, little... a droid. I'm like, okay. never underestimate a droid. Yeah. I mean, I don't want to like, but you know, yeah, it they was, didn't have a choice. They didn't yeah, have a choice. and it yeah. was respectful enough to Carrie Fisher and the the way she went out. I thought I think worked. Was yeah. fitting. Yeah, I mean, and I think, I think it, I, it, it, partially because it because it was punctuated by that moment with with Chewbacca and his reaction. Because that's like that was like you know a big connection to the old film. So that that moment was resonant. But you know, that's not really. It's not. I, I guess I would call it a positive to this movie because it occurs in this movie, but at the same time, it's something that's owed to the previous films. As far as like emotionally resonant moments that are exclusive to this movie, not a whole lot of that. Right. Like and, those films did a lot of that legwork yeah. to get you there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. No, I also found it interesting that in that scene where everyone's gathering around Leia as she passes – Billy Lord, her daughter, isn't mm-hmm. in that scene. Oh, or I couldn't yeah. see her face. Yeah. I mean, in she's not crowd. in it. I could imagine she's like, I don't want to do this again or something like that. Yeah, but who's, she's in the movie. Who's Billy Lord? That's Billy Lord play? is. Who does she in, play? She plays one of the resistance fighters. She usually has like Leia the buns. Leia buns. Yeah. She had blonde hair. She's in, she's in every single one. She yeah. like, has a more prominent role in these. In movies. the last, the one in the last year. Yeah. Yeah. She 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 she's the yeah. one that helps. Um, yes. Uh, uh, Poe get away. Do the mutiny? Yeah, yeah. Yes. Oh, that's Carrie yeah. Fisher's daughter. Oh, okay. Why don't they ever give her a name? I don't in know. In the movie? 
Yeah. She's Starkiller Mistress Lady. <laughs> she features very prominently in She's both in all The, the Last Jedi yeah. and the... And is she in The Force Awakens? She, she was in The Force, Force Awakens. Awakens. Yeah. Why don't they give she's her a name? She's one of the first scenes in The Last Jedi. Yeah, when they're like she escaping. Is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, she's like get and him in, get him in. She's the very yep. prevalent throughout the Last Jedi, yep. and in in uh, the Rise of Skywalker, she has a she decent has a amount of, of screen time as yep. well. Mm-hmm. Why so, don't they give her a name? I mean, she, I she has a name. It's just why like, don't they ever IMTD? say it? <laughs> or it's just like you know they didn't give. It's just like they didn't give uh, Rose a whole lot to do either. That's another. Yeah, that's fu- that's such. Gar- it's just such fucking garbage. And, and that's again being afraid of your fans. Yeah. I think the Rose stuff is pretty unless, unapologetically. Unless there was a conversation where you know Kelly Marie Tran was just like, I got so much shit from the last one. I don't really want to be in this, but I have a contract. Me, me I, don't putting know, in there. I don't think. I don't think that's. that's, that's I, don't I don't think that's, that's the case, case either. But just know, to dude. throw it in the ring, you know. Well, I think what? that's being extremely kind yeah. to the wrong side okay. of this. That's, yeah, that's fair. We can always talk about this at the very end if you want this to be the closer. But what do you think Finn was going to tell Ray? Because he loves her. Nurse. I don't oh, know. Oh, you he think lo- so? Yeah, I think I, that's I it. I was hoping it was like a Rose is pregnant thing, but then when... Rose is pregnant. <laughs> that would have been good. Baby Yoda. Baby Rose. <laughs> it's like, Ray, Rose is pregnant. I don't know what to do. <laughs> Who do I... Can, can, can you can help you, me? And Ray's like, you do oh, a force abortion? Is that a thing? <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> That would be Woo! challenging Woo! your audience. That would Damn. be challenging. That is right. challenging your You're audience. Because right. I was like, well, maybe that would be a good excuse for Rose, like barely doing anything. Maybe it's because she, she like shouldn't be doing anything because she's movie. pregnant. That would be a good explanation as to why she's not running around it's or like, helping. It's something. And then yes. and then Poe is like, what? Rose is pregnant. Does that mean? Does that mean? Because that's that's another big that's a big thing that Oscar Isaac has been very critical. About with with Disney the Finn, po the Finn Poe relationship, yeah, dude. Listen, Mike Mike brought up a good point when we talked about this. It's like it's kind of unfair. I mean, in in that regard, it's he's kind of saying it's unfair to ship any characters. But like those two just have from the get go of this movie, like when they're sitting there watching Chewie make his move in the chest, and they're like shoulder to shoulder. They're practically doing the like hand on leg kind of thing, almost yeah. like. That's they just have so much chemistry on screen and like it's totally fine if they're friends. Yeah. 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 It just The but, thing that bums me out is that they the actors have been so vocal about wanting it as well. And they shouldn't They shouldn't have done that because they know that it wasn't gonna happen in the movies. And it's just like so now you guys it's like it's not like a false hope thing, it's kind of like it's a lot of queer baiting. Yes. Hundred yeah. percent. And it's just like, all right guys, like you gave some fuel to some fan fictions, but like this is not this is not the message you want to send. Either well, be like they're just friends, like they're just friends, but we love queer relationships and we'd love to see more queer relationships in Star Wars. But instead, like they've been super like they should kiss, right, guys? Woo! It's, and it's, it's like it's, I it's want not that, even but. it's not even that for me. It's just like because you have it the on the other hand, like you have these other relationships that like Poe and Finn are trying to be like set up with, and they those don't feel nearly as natural. Oh it's my god! Like, Can we talk about the Power Ranger for a second? The Power Ranger in the, we're in the room. I like Kara Russell. Yeah, yeah. Who wanted to kill uh, Poe and then was willing to give her only ticket out to Poe? Yeah, the, like, you just want like exposition. Th- on your th- these things are like so that none of them have any time to develop or like sink in or anything. Yeah. Like, which is also like, hey Poe, you used to be bad and you did bad things, and now you're good. Hey right, Poe, fuck go. you! But actually, no, never mind. Maybe I will fuck you, but no, nah, I'm it's not like, gonna fuck you. Poe, you used to smoke a spice. You guys used to do things too. Oh yeah. To the next scene, Poe like, po Dameron, oh. K2 Spice Runner. <laughs> K2 Spice Runner. <laughs> <laughs> 
It won't show up on a drug test. Bad bro. boy. <laughs> I do love that little droid, like worker. Yeah, Boba. Cute. What was his yeah. name? I forget his name. Boba. 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 Bibu. It's a Bobby. Uh, Bobby was cool. We can call him Bobby. Bobby was cool. I liked him. He as was well. really fun. Also, Again, like the little guy um, who does the see through memory. Yeah, that's Bobby. That's what that, I'm no, talking that's, about. Oh, yeah. you're talking about that Bobby. I oh. thought you were talking about Bobby with the wheel. Oh, that's Dio. Oh, you got Dio, that. You right? That one. Yeah, that's nice. I was waiting for that name. I was <laughs> oh. like, tell me what that is. Holy yeah, time. What is it? Yeah. Uh, they're both good. But yeah. yes, the guy who does the memory wipe. I think he's, he's so like something funny. think maybe. Yeah. Bobby. Bobby's cool. I Bobby, like Bobby Fink. Bobby Fink is cool. <laughs> but again, they, they set up stakes for C-3PO and like yes. that moment where he's like, I just want to have one, which is yeah. in the they, trailer. They retcon their own movie. Yes. They just, they just <laughs> erase it. Yeah. Which is like. <sighs> well, it's even like towards the end of the movie when they're like, if you kill me, I'm going to go inside you because that's how that works, I guess. And then he, she kills him. And then anyway. she just kills him. I thought she, what she was going to do is like do a light, like a lightsaber yes. through herself and take them both out. Like a, like yes. a, and then Kylo like, Ren has to deal with like, I have to pay for my crimes and be alive for it instead of getting the easy out of disappearing. Kind of like Looper, a film written and directed by Ryan, Ryan Johnson. Johnson. Uh huh. It's all connected. Well, okay. Ray did kill him, but she used his own powers against him. Sure. And then she died. He, yeah. I guess she died anyway, right? Yeah. So. But, okay, I don't, this is the last thing I want to do about this. I don't want to do backseat okay. directing. However. <laughs> you can say what you feel. Very, very, the movie is saying to us repeatedly that Palpatine is the like the Sith embodied he is all the sith in one body and then ray responds to him in that final moment i am all the jedi this whole nine movie thing has been about the balance the struggle between the sith and the jedi and how the jedi in the last jedi they yes they are bringing up that that maybe that the jedi don't actually have control of the force or that that they don't at have the, ownership. At the height of their hubris, they let a Sith, a Sith sneak through their ranks and kill all of them. Yes, and that's not like a Last Jedi thing. That's that happens in all of, all of it. That's all, all of the movies. Yes. Mo- that's mm-hmm. that's what the movies take place. After. The premise would yes. it not be poetic that in the finale of the last of these Skywalker movies, which we all know there's going to be more. Star Wars movies. Like, that is a given. Yeah, but there's there's going to be Star Wars for the rest of our There's going to be more Star Wars next week. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Newest episode of Mandalorian slaps. Yeah. Would it not have been poetic that to bring we'll balance back to this galaxy, mm-hmm. that the embodiment of all the Jedi and the embodiment of all the Sith cancel each other out? Rey ma- makes that sacrifice to, to end Palpatine. She dies. He dies. I also, that I leaves like Ben, that. but I think Ben should be dead as well. Like I think both of them should give their life to end the Sith, and then that is balance because both of them are gone. I also really would have liked if he would have said, I am all of the Sith in one body, and she says, and I am just one Jedi. I would have liked yeah. that I a lot. I am the better. last Jedi. Or the last Jedi. Yeah. Or I, I am but one Jedi. But I'll still defeat you or something. Yeah. Like, I didn't like that she was also like, oh, I'm going to top you. <laughs> like, yeah. I, it would have felt well, much what, more I'm powerful the to same, me. I guess. Yeah. yeah. That that would have been very thematically resonant, but that's also a very th- – something that would challenge the audience. And <laughs> you got to give the internet what they want. Again, I think, like, 
again, the thing that I really like about The Last Jedi is that that movie has some really solid themes that it sticks by and it reinforces every step of the way throughout that movie. We're not going to rehash the whole thing here now because we've already done it on audio. I don't think this movie has any thematic ideas at all. That that belonged to itself. That was that, and that like that's yeah. not being carried by the whole other. Coach. Yeah, that's, or yeah, that's that are I mean, that yeah. are reinforced by the actual text of the movie. Yeah, right. I yeah, I couldn't tell you what the you know. I mean, but in the same way, like I can't necessarily tell you what like the thematic through line of Force Awakens is too. You know. Well, I, I Force Awakens is kind of like come back to this world <laughs> and see this thing. I, maybe last night is a little bit easier. To, to see what the thematic through line is because it's so like – it's like the densest part of the film. You know? I, I think legacy is a huge part of this trilogy. Yeah. Um, and I think The Force Awakens is really about being under the pressure of that legacy both mm-hmm. in the way that J.J. Abrams is making that film. And I like that film quite a bit. I like Force Awakens a lot. And yeah. I think – J.J. Abrams was under a lot of pressure to bring back Star Wars, especially after the prequels, let's say, totally botched it, um, for a a franchise that a lot of people really feel very strongly about, clearly. And the characters exist under that same weight. And in that way, they're following in the same footsteps of that legacy. But they're cognizant of that weight, and it it burdens them. And I think The the Last Jedi is about – relinquishing that weight and that legacy and trying to forge your own path. I mean, Kylo Ren destroys his helmet in that movie as a very symbolic gesture towards for no reason. Towards yes, towards relinqu- letting the past die, relinquishing that legacy and moving forward with his own motivations. Yeah. And then in this movie, they literally piece it back together. And he until he drops the helmet. He, and he doesn't about even it. wear it. It's dude, it's a mess. I can see redemption being a theme in this film, mm-hmm. but only slightly with Poe, which is a bummer because they could have gone into the redemption arc with him even he more fucked up, so. He fucked up so bad in Last Jedi. Right. Yeah. Well, also him like being revisited by his past, talking yeah, about sure. how yeah, he yeah, was yeah, yeah, sure. spice. Use, use some of that exposition for something. Right, yeah, right. definitely. And obviously redemption with – Kylo and redemption that Rey has to kind of go through, even though it's more generational trauma that she's dealing with rather than her own fuck ups. Yeah. But she has like that mm -hmm. brief moment where, yeah, she feels terrible about Chewie. And then, yeah, yeah, it's done in an instant. There's no Why did you lean into that? Dude, I was so mad at that point because I was like, they killed Chewbacca off screen and they're just fucking moving on with this. And then they they brought it, they like, they, they, sure. But at the same time, like, but the character believes that she did. Sure, sure. Yeah, very valid point. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think that I would have liked for her to, again, like her being a Palpatine, which is such a weird sentence to say out loud. Her being a Palpatine <laughs> is not the issue I have with it. It's just like. The way it was presented. It's the way it was presented. It's like, I wish that the whole movie was dealing with her being like, I am not related to that dude. And people being like, sorry, you kind of are. Because no one else like knows or is dealing with it. And like. And I wish it's because she knew this thing. Like, almost tell her in the beginning of the movie, not to backseat direct, but she, like, knew this thing, and that's why she's, like, using dark side abilities, or she's, like, dealing with this trauma, and she's trying to repress it, so it's coming out in bad ways. And I, and I guess that's, like, a little bit in the film as well, where she's angry. 
And you don't realize how angry she is until this film, that she doesn't know where she's coming from, she doesn't know what's happening, and no one really gave her a lesson that Luke and Anakin and all the other Jedi always got, which is like, you gotta not, you gotta keep your mind clear and not stray too close to the dark side, which is kind of like your feverish emotions. She never got quite that lesson, because Luke only gave her the lesson of like, the Jedi weren't so right either. Yeah. But he never gave her the lesson of like, that he had to learn himself, which is just like, the dark side is tempting because it's the thing you want. It's not, it's the easy solution, not the hard solution. And like, you know, I, I, I pride myself in saying that very eloquently, but I don't think that's very eloquently said in the movie. And I think that's there. I think that's there a little. Where yeah. There's some lesson she didn't necessarily learn. And it's this repression that's coming out in like these dark side abilities. But like that psychology and that psychosis is so cool. I just wish they maybe explored it. Just more. And the movie has a hard time explaining it or like laying out those themes because it's on fucking crack. Yeah. And there's too many toys to to be worried about. There's a lot. They're going to make so many toys out of this movie. Leia's lightsaber, which I also think Kylo should have gotten Leia's lightsaber. Yes. And it's insane how quickly they're like, oh, by the way, Leia had force training and here's her lightsaber. And then uh, next scene. Yeah. Can we talk about that scene where we see them as oh, computers? I mean, it, it didn't it didn't <laughs> look nearly as scary as any of the stuff in Rogue One did. That's true. Or smooth. It, it was very dark. It, it, <laughs> yeah. I just thought about in that moment. I caught myself thinking about smooth De Niro. Oh, <laughs> which I'm thinking about most of the time anyway. Yeah, I mean, at least I before bed. I didn't even mind smooth De Niro. I, I was fucking dude. You'll listen to our Irishman podcast eventually. I mean, I mean, I mean, the difference is I was so I was so uh, encaptured by the um, the the Irishman as a movie that it didn't bother me as much. But Mm. well, if we're gonna really make if we're gonna bring up the Irishman, I think that's a three hour long, three and a half hour long movie. But that movie lets its characters dwell on the dramatic moments. And like uh, that's a lot. A yeah. lot. Maybe, you know, maybe uh, a lot. A, a lot, a lot. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's what the movie is doing, but I that's something that I I when I was thinking about Smooth De Niro, I was wishing that this movie <laughs> was doing was like just give Ray a second to like give Daisy Ridley a second to act when she finds out that she's a Palpatine and like let me see the emotion on her face before we just move on to the next scene. Yeah. There was that little moment where she's like – it's like a close-up profile on her face and she's like, Palpatine's my grandfather and I must destroy him or something like that. But that's like – that felt more like lip service. Also for Rey, uh, who's Palpatine? Right, because she's yeah. just like finding out about all of this yeah. in the she past didn't, didn't year. Know who Luke she's like, I thought was. that was all a legend. Yeah. I, mean, yeah. I guess Palpatine's yeah. more of a known quantity because, like, I guess. she's been reading those Jedi books. She's been reading I guess. the Jedi books, but <laughs> uh, well, the way I would read it is that he was like a figurehead in the Senate who who had it. Like, he's more like more tangible. planets and people know who he yeah. is. He's a tangible. Whereas, like, things like Jedi's and Luke Skywalker, like, you know, they become legend only in the past like thirty years or so, and there's still people who are just like. What the fuck's a Jedi? Right. You know, so like you know, it's, it's people. Don't I don't know believe in all that religion. That mumbo, space, mumbo that jumbo, space mumbo jumbo. But uh, yeah, I think it, I, you know, people knowing who Palpatine is makes sense. People may not know that he's like Dark Lord of the Sith, mm-hmm. or that he is the Senate. I, <laughs> I guess, but again, like it's not. It doesn't give you any of that context or that emotional weight that Ray would really internalize and. Yeah. Have understand a reaction and, and understand and process that that reveal is giving you. I mean, you know, much in the way that uh, in New Hope, when they go into the trash compactor scene, they're all wet and stuff, and then they're in the next scene, they're all dry. 
And Mark Hamill tells that to Harrison Ford. He's like, do you think that's kind of weird? And Harrison Ford's like, it's not that kind of movie. <laughs> I think that's at the end of the day, that's like, that's what this movie is. Where it's like, yeah. it's not that kind of movie. It's, you know, Star Wars doesn't belong to us. And unfortunately, the people at this table, Rise of Skywalker is not for us. And I think that's, and you know, we're, we'll see what like the, the main explosion of it ends up being. It, it, it's for a different type of people. And I, and the thing the is, I hope, I hope they fucking like it though. Yeah. This movie is catered to a lot of people and they better like it. Cause if no one likes the movie, then I'm going to be pissed off. Dude, <laughs> I don't know, I mean? man. Like, At the same time, if no one likes this movie, I think that is a strong signal to Disney to not be as cowardly yes. in this way. I hope and, so. and, you know, I want uh, every single screening at Story Screen Beacon to sell out. Hell but yeah. at the same time, if this movie makes less than The Last Jedi, I think that's a good, like, I, I, dude, I, I, don't, I don't want this kind of thing to be rewarded. I don't want this kind of catering to be rewarded because we're already in a fairly dark place as far as, like, the wider movie industry goes yeah i hear your sentiment but i again like it, star wars doesn't belong <clears throat> to you and and like i'm not saying to you jack i mean to like us in general like we gotta see what the greater narrative of this movie is we have to let this movie rest for a little bit it's the movie's coming in hot the millennium falcon's on fire i think we gotta see how this movie sits and simmers and how other people choose to absorb it i don't see my opinions on it changing and then Mike, Brian, and I will have you covered. Yeah, in in time. Yeah, when you guys hit hit the Star Wars show, which I I want to hear I want to hear more about like Brian's perspective because he's a big lore guy. Yeah, and I think he enjoyed the movie more than we did. Yeah, stay Maybe tuned. For different, different reasons. Stay tuned. I don't know, man. Everybody in our lobby walked out and was just like. <sighs> Oh, really? We'll see you later, I guess. I, I stayed for the some... credits. Were people kind of a little bummed out? I don't know. No one clapped. No one, cla- no one clapped at the end, which is... I mean, I guess you don't, you don't do that at a private school. Yeah, you do. Uh, no, you, that's, you the, do. that's the time you definitely do it. We clapped at the s- end of Last uh, Jedi. Yeah, Fair enough. Mm-hmm. I clapped at the end of Last Jedi. But that was mm-hmm. a public... S- Never mind. <laughs> um, but yeah, I will say that watching it, I definitely still had fun with it, watching it for parts. Yeah. Um, watching it as part of the Star Wars, you know, saga. But, yeah, just overall as a film, just kind of a bummer. And I think, too, it's the fact that The Last Jedi, all of a sudden, I was like, oh, wow, I'm really clicking. I'm really vibing with this. Yeah. And I knew I wasn't going to vibe as well with this last one. Sure. But the fact that it was such a departure, it took such, like, a strong positive female role model and then was just like oh well no you have a grandpa like the only well, reason you have these things is because you her, have a dude who's related to you all of her actions are dictated by men yes there's a love interest with kylo ren which is awful. or her or her father lineage yes which, which really just makes her a skywalker reboot yes which is not what she was which no. is what the end of this movie does is like what's she, who are you and she's like ray skywalker skywalker and it's which, just like fuck. which, which is parents? almost as bad as han Solo. Solo. <laughs> I was really disappointed because she had just talked to Palpatine. She was like, "No, my parents were strong." And yeah. then at the end of the movie, she's like, "Fuck my parents! I'm yeah. a Skywalker." Well, can you imagine? Can you imagine going to a hotel and they're like, "What's your last name on the credit card?" And she's like, "Palpatine." They're like, 
Are you fucking with me right now? <laughs> That's crazy, girl. Get out of here. He murdered slash enslaved. That's like having their last name being like Hitler. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, uh, it's um, Jenny Hitler. I'm sorry, what? Jenny, Hi- no relation. Okay. Well, there's a relation, but like we're not close. I we're mean, not th- close. That, that, is, that is a story concept that I do find interesting, like having like a – uh, like a descendant of like a of a fascist or like someone yeah. evil and like how they how they deal with that and they could have gone in such an interesting direction. That's kind of that. I mean that's what we were saying you know a, a little while ago. Where yeah, it was for just sure. like, it's like the Palpatine issue is not the issue. It's weird, but it's not the issue. It's just it's how you carry it out. It's like if you're gonna make it's, such it's a writing, it's if you're gonna make such a bold choice. You gotta let that. It's a big steamy steamy thing. You gotta let kind of simmer out a little bit and. And there's so much you can you can get out of just that bit of info, and they don't treat it as that important. And I think that's kind of strange. I right. I feel like uh, I feel like JJ was more of like a Ron Howard to this movie than a JJ to this movie, because I think he came in to like put out some fires. Because I think this movie was, I think because Leia passing or um, Carrie Fisher passing, I think that uh, Trevorrow leaving. And Can you imagine if this was a Trevorrow well, movie? No, At I least it imagine. wasn't a Trevorrow movie. I don't Fair imagine enough. that. Um, I think because of those things, like, it it doesn't have – because I like J.J. as an auteur, and, I, and this doesn't have the J.J. auteurship that I think he normally has. It's definitely – I mean, he, he J.J. can make some really good shit. Like, those Star Trek movies are also very well done. Yeah. The, the first one is – I don't care much for Into Darkness. Into, Into Darkness has has a lot of the same issues that Rise of Skywalker has. That first that first Star Trek movie was the best Star Wars movie since the original trilogy until yeah. JJ made a Star Wars. Yeah, yeah, you're take. right, you're right. It's a good take. But I, not to get into semantics, but the best film of that trilogy is the one that JJ had like very little to do with. I never actually watched that one. Beyond, so, it's quite yeah, good. I've, I've heard it's pretty good. Babu, babu. We burn it at. Oh, I was just going to do like <laughs> fun little things that I did like. Uh, the droids. That little droid was fun. cute. Yep. Yeah, that yeah. little droid Yeah, we mentioned good. him. I liked uh, Dio. Dio, right? Dio. Dio. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I liked uh, Dominic Monaghan showing up and making <laughs> oh. it very Lost-like. <laughs> okay. And also very Lord of the Rings-like all at the same time. Yes. Oh, yeah. That was fun. That was like, like that a, uh, okay, yeah, sure. I wish he was given a little bit more to do. That'd be cool. He's a talented guy. Yeah, sure. It was cool he was there. Didn't you um, just feel like they were lost in a jungle somewhere that we were like, where are they? Where's this island? I have to yeah. – I, ha- I, I I've, I'm becoming a more and more each day a wife guy. But I have to shout out my wife really quick because we – we she and I just – she had never seen The Last Jedi. So we just watched it last night before going to this one. What's her favorite Star Wars? <clears throat> I think it's still um, – um, uh, 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 Return of the Jedi. Return of the Jedi. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. She really likes those Ewoks. She did like The Last Jedi a lot. However, last night she said to me, I just kind of have this feeling about General Hux. Like I have a feeling that he's just like not down with Kylo Ren and I feel like he's going to turn to be a good guy. And fucking out of left field in this movie, he's a spy. And I was like, my wife. (laughs) Unfortunately, that also is a decision that did not get to simmer. Didn't matter, really, yeah. kind of. He gets but immediately killed. Yeah, but like, I'm the spy. Shout outs to my wife. Nah, she yeah. fucking called that Respect. one. Respect. They were they were kind of setting that. Not to give 
her credit because she does deserve credit for calling that out. But they were kind of setting that up in the last Jedi. Yeah, for sure. I mean, like, he, didn't he like gives, him, he gives Kylo sure. Ren some dirty fucking looks that entire movie. Those so. bushy eyebrows. See, that's that's almost one of the retcons that I would have been down with if he's been, like, on the inside the whole time. Not just because he doesn't like Kylo Ren, where he's just, like, actually, like, my parents are rebels. I'm a rebel, but I knew the only way to take down the empire was through the inside. I don't know. I think it makes yeah, more. Too, I think it makes. Much, I think but. it makes more sense that he was fully on board with um, the 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 first order but then when un, Snoke until dies and Kylo, takes, Kylo over. takes over, and he's like, yeah. "Fuck this guy." He gets so murdered. This guy was on girls. He gets murdered. Fuck so this guy. Hard. <laughs> He's friends with Lena Dunham. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. She just needs to not. Talk as much. It's so sad. Oh no! <laughs> You're the only one in this room that can say that. Out loud. I like her. I was her. gonna I really say you, like you said it. <laughs> I like the first season of Girls. I like all of Girls. Well, I think it's I'm glad great. you like it. <laughs> Thanks, uh, Bernard. Do you have any more things that you liked about it? I feel like we went on a tangent as you were saying them. Oh no no no! I think. Really, just nope, the Dominic Monahan. Absolutely not. <laughs> the Dominic Monahan part was really cool. Yeah, I'm sure that there were probably other like mystery actors playing a lot of like stormtroopers. I'm excited to find that out. Yeah. I also, like, I think a lot stuff. of the uh, there's a lot of like expanded universe like Clone Wars Rebels voices mm-hmm. that are telling Ray to rise up. I think Leonisum was in there. They're in yeah. the credits. Yeah. yeah, which is which I think is cool. Like. I, I've been watching so much Clone Wars, and, and I love Rebels, so, like, that that's a cool thing for me. Very neat. Um, it was cool when Palpatine did that big-ass force lightning at the end. That looked cool. That, that was, was That sweet. was sick. That looked cool. I didn't quite understand, though. That, they called in all those ships, and they're like, everyone is here. And I was like, oh, we're going to see, a like, a fucking mad cameos. Like, every cameo from Star Wars. Like, Watto's going to be there. Uh, pod racer. Pod racer's just flying a ship for some oh, reason. Sebulba? I don't know. So, no, I was just saying a pod racer. Just pod flying a ship. pod racer. It's like, I'm in a Star Wars. And I was like, oh, we're going to see like Matt. Like, I was like, this is the kind of fan service I can get down with. They don't tell you, they don't say who's in the ship. And it doesn't really make sense to me because when they sent out the last distress signal, no one no came No one down showed up. And then the they signal did it wasn't this strong thing. enough, I guess. That's mm, mm. for real this time, guys. We really fucking need your help this time. For real. Well, they said like there just wasn't enough hope. But the fact that I guess they had been hearing rumblings. You know, the dead speak. It's been getting stronger. So they're like, oh, there's hope now. Yeah. Here we are. (laughs) And again, but again, the, 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 the thing we've been saying this entire podcast is like. That's a cool moment when all those ships show up and even though I, I feel like it's a little bit like obvious that that's going to happen at the yes. last moment they're going to get saved by like a bunch of people yeah. finally showing up because they're like, really, no one's uh, no one's answering my text well, here. They left me uh, red. It's also – it's happened before. Right. Yeah. But then <laughs> – It's a common like, storytelling technique. Yeah, Big cal- damn heroes. Yeah. yeah, sending in the cavalry. But then a second later, it doesn't matter anyway. So like it takes away the, that weight too. Yeah. Because of that cool force lightning, which is cool. But yeah. again, it's like – None of these moments like hit for me. Um, I'm going to – I want to keep talking about the movie. I want to steer us towards the final narrative bits that I'm interested in talking about, which is Leia dying, Kylo redeeming, and then Raylo love. Okay. Uh, I want to talk about <laughs> those things. And my I want to start it off by asking – I don't fully understand – Leia's death sacrifice. I was wondering if anyone can maybe articulate that to me in a better way. From what I picked up on, it was like she was sending, similar to how Luke sacrificed yeah. himself yeah. in The Last Jedi, she's sending the last of 
her force energy to break up that fight. Okay. That's how I that's what I, I got. I think out yeah, of it. she can sense that that fight is happening and just as Luke yeah, he he passes after that last like cuz they say directly in the last Jedi like um Kylo Ren says to Rey when they start that bridge kind of to each other like the effort to do this would probably kill you. Mm-hmm. There's a line in there. Yeah. So like when Luke does it later to kind of astral project, that takes the last of his energy. And there's there's again purpose to it. That's also a line in the movie. So Leia doing that, that's the last. And you're right. I think like that last did she ditch do it effort to, to reach out to him. Do you think she's trying to reach out to him, or do you think she's trying to distract him so Ray could maybe get a blow? Or you think no, she's trying to I break think it's up more the, the I think it's more the first one. Okay. Yeah. I don't I, I don't think so. I don't think Leia wants to wants anyone to hurt her son. Hmm. I thought it was more of uh like a love signal to like send out the rest of her love to her son. Yeah. And overwhelm him with love to get him to stop the fight because she figured Ray would stop fighting if he had stopped fighting. But Ray's been kind of like tantalizing with the dark side. So then she still went through with it. And then she realizes very quickly that she made a terrible mistake. Yeah. And that's why she saves him. That's my interpretation of that scene. I think think both I think both are valid. Yeah, Yeah, definitely. I I like I like I like I think one leads to the other for sure. Yeah, Yeah. they're definitely holding hands for sure. Remember when she heals that snake to show that you, the viewer, that she (laughs) She has these healing powers? This is gonna come in handy later when I heal the next snake. Adam Driver. Uh-huh. <laughs> so the first act of this movie is so fucking manic and crazy. It is Town. weird. We didn't talk about it Space is. India with their like. Uh, oh, that was fun. Yeah, oh, uh, that's Burning Man. You mean no, no, their what, Burning Man no, festival. There's more no, families no. there than what is the Burning what is the Man. festival? The like festival in India with the the um oh the, with the yeah. color things the powder. Uh, yeah, is it? I think it's a festival or they do, do it. I'm for gonna like sound a, so culturally. Is it Diwali? Mm-hmm. Thanks, guys. <laughs> but yeah, I'm fairly certain. But yeah, it was like, and they said it happened every 42 years, which was like a Hitchhiker's Guide reference, which was sure. very oh, funny. I, I liked the, that I, entire. I thought thing. it was a reference because didn't Star Wars come out 40 years ago? Oh, that's probably 42. Specifically, I know it said every I think 42 it's, I think years. It's, I think yeah, it's yes, 1977. Also, if you add also four, good. <laughs> four and two together, and then half it, you get three. Half of three. Oh, there you go. Fuck. There it is. Oh Half Life, Alex. That's an Easter egg Half-Life right there. Three. Thank you so much for listening to that. <laughs> and that's um, the hot take. Boom. Okay, so that makes sense. Uh, and before moving on to Kylo Ren Redemption and like basically the final moments, because we we talked some about about. I think there's like more. We didn't talk enough about Kylo Ren doing what he's no, doing. No, it's Holly. Holly is the name of the festival. With oh, the, okay. The, yes. Cool. Diwali, I think, is a little different. Holly is when they have the. I color, think, color, I think you're right. I, yeah. I accept that correction. <laughs> I got there. No cell phones were used. Nope. Nope. No, that was all my brain. Yep. That is true. Um, how do you guys feel about uh, Han Solo just show, showing up? Uh, I was wondering when that was going to get brought uh, up. <laughs> it was fine. Yeah, that's kind of how fine. I felt. I was just like, it's just, it's a cameo you don't need. Right. And it's also like, it's kind of weird because they made a distinction earlier where it's like, he's not a force ghost. He's a haunting. So he's just a regular. He's a memory. He's a memory ghost. The only cool thing about it was the fact that they used the exact same dialogue as they did in Force Awakens. Yeah, I like that. And, and then he's kind he of says the same exact well. thing. But he. And then he yeah. makes a does the opposite. And, and, yeah. and so then, that part was kind of cool. Do you yeah. guys buy the decision, though? Did that sell you enough um, after having two movies of Kylo Ren kind of like going into the cave pretty deep as you can go to the point where you're like, I don't know if we can really redeem this dude. Well, Ray. Could have just let him die. Ray killed him effectively. Yeah. 
Yeah. So you think he had like a near death experience yeah, moment? With that, I think like, so. Okay. I think so. I like that. No, no. I think I think that you are correct. He's like, oh, you know, that could have been it for me. Yeah. And she saw something in me worth saving. It, it is still I, maybe there. Maybe I need to yeah. stop. Yeah. And probably I, she put like a little bit of her energy, her force energy her into him. Her vibe. She was yeah. vi- 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 good. She vibe checked him and he did not pass. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe like her yes. putting literally part of herself into his spirit and soul maybe changed his soul. Maybe all it wasn't Kylo all him. All Kylo needed was a little, yeah. a little penetration and that's all it took. <laughs> that's all we all needed. I think, I think what lessened <laughs> the blow of, of the uh, – <laughs> <laughs> like like emotionally what lessened the blow of the Han Solo scene is that like Luke showing up as a force ghost was like two scenes later yeah so it's Which like the, even that was like so you know we, we were having a conversation about it's like I don't know if this movie dunked on Last Jedi that hard that scene to me screamed a Last Jedi dunk with the, from when uh, he grabs the, the lightsaber he's like we need to treat this with more respect yeah, uh-huh. which is like okay and then he's just like I was wrong about the thing which like your friend Brian brought up a really good point where it was like that is the lesson that he learns that yes. he will be the last Jedi that he does respect the weapon that he he you know because he's he's astral projecting the legend of himself right and he starts to believe in the legend and why it's so important so that's like his arc in, in the last Jedi so like right. that's fair but he's just so like Hokey dokey, like which yeah. I, which is like I'm Luke Skywalker. Hey, check me out, man. Which I guess is like not all that different than like um an Obi Wan, but like you know. Also, his hair grows as a Force ghost. I guess, <laughs> which tripped me out. It yeah, doesn't right? matter. It does not matter at all. But it tripped I, me out. A little I bit. swear to God, I thought we were gonna see Hayden Christensen. Oh my god! I thought we were gonna see him <laughs> at some point, and we didn't. We did not. We did not. Okay, so that's cool. Um, didn't love the Octu stuff. So then Kylo Ren fighting the – coming back to save the day, fighting the Knights of Ren, the most interesting characters. <laughs> Basically, yes, course, it's a finally. squad of Boba Fett's yes. that everyone was so mad we didn't get answers to. And you know what they do? They die like a bunch of bitches. <laughs> Just like Boba Fett does. Mm-hmm. Not well trained. Not well trained. Pretty cool. no one's good at fighting. <laughs> it's a pretty cool magic trick that uh, Ray and Kylo have. That where they was can just inc- pass that stuff back and, back and forth to each other. It was cool. I was just like, this is strange, but like, I buy it. It's, well, it's, they, they established they in the movie that, that, that it's they can genuinely, physically pass stuff. Yeah. It's a genuinely inventive way of adding new things to the Force. I, yes. Yes. No, it, it it is cool and it worked out very well. I did like their their mind palace fighting a little bit. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, I almost wish that that was like more explored or had like a few more like rules or variations to it. Um, but like you know, it's something that also that's like one of the few things pulled from the last. It Jedi. did elaborate on that thing. Yeah, from the last and Jedi. like I was just like, no, this is cool. Like the fact that they can like tangibly fight in it, and then you learn it's because they have such a strong. Connection, I guess. Let me ask you but this, though. But I thought though. Snoke is the one who said Yes. Yes. I want to think about that a little bit because I I think you're going to – Snoke says, I'm the one that connected I bridged your mind. It's two things. Either yeah. he's lying about that and it was their connection to each other because uh, Palpatine says at the end, you're a uh, – what does he say? You're a duolingo. You're a duality. You're a <laughs> – You're a triangle. Dynamo. You're dynamite. Baby. You're a dyad. 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 That's so what it. is uh, you're dueling? I might be dumb. I, it's What's a, a triad, I guess, but two. Uh, line. 
That's what, we're yin yang. That's essentially. Well, what I guess I, that's like yeah, it is it's essentially what it's saying. It's a thing, yeah. I guess. Yeah. Anyway, that they maybe you know Snoke, and if it's Snoke is just a Palpatine clone or whatever, then it's really Palpatine. But like they, he yeah. bridged their minds. But once he bridged them, they were forever connected. Yeah. And because they had that sort of lineage connection, like because they were that dyad, like they just remained connected. And then mm-hmm. the more interaction they had with each other, the stronger that connection became. And then they could pass stuff back and forth to each other. So he started it. But then, then it just he like bridged grew. them. But once he made that bridge, yeah. it was permanent. Which I guess and like, you know, in this movie, not not retconning, but elevating, like maybe that was a Palpatine plan all along. He's like, I need you to connect the minds so I can sap the souls. Well, or I eat love. That's, <laughs> that's something that shitty people do is when things work out in a way that's favorable to them, they say it was their plan all that's along. That's what I was going to say. Mm. Maybe you could Valid. interpret it at... It's like they had a connection anyway. Yeah. And so they wanted to frame it. It's like we're doing this for you. Yes. You didn't do that on your own. And he's gaslighting them. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I mean, yeah. they've both been gaslighted like their entire lives. And I, I will say about That's this. That's what the movies are about. I, yeah. I, I will say about this movie like and, and the trilogy as a whole, I think the Kylo and, and Ray stuff is really strong. Yeah. I don't know if I love the romantic conclusions I, of it. That was a little weird. Yeah. I know. Yeah, the people strange. talk about people talk about Finn and Rose kissing being awkward. I'm like, you want to know what's more awkward than that? Dude, I don't know. They, they were, had a better they kiss, were, Those two Way were so better. horny for each other. Last Jedi, especially in the Last Jedi. Yeah. yeah, but all they did was kiss. Like, you know. Well, I mean, he like literally sacrificed. He's literally sacrificed. Entire he film. Jesus, <laughs> no, I wasn't. Never mind. I wasn't even like. It's like, why did they like all for all that just for one kiss? Like they couldn't have. It was well, a pretty he, good kiss. I then guess. he died. Then he died. Yeah, and he could have. He could have done hand stuff, but he died. <laughs> it didn't quite make it to second base. <laughs> he, did it. he gave no time. There's only enough life force for one, so he <laughs> yeah. gave. Reaching, reaching out. But again, after that scene, he he gives his life to her, brings her back to life, which is something they talked about in Star it's Wars a, as well. That's a big yeah. thing. It's established as something that's possible, but is never actually Done. shown mm-hmm. in this new canon, at least. And then a second later, she's in that X-Wing again, and like, it doesn't even like, yeah, there's doesn't no even shit. expression on her and face. And just like left his body behind and then, the whole and then it's like, a tear. And then it's like, yub nub, like, we're all yeah. excited because we've, hooray, we did it. That's why I thought, I really, you know, I would have liked to see him as a force ghost or something yes. at the end, like, like Luke Leia or like Han Leia him, like so, some variation of that. And he just dies and is nowhere. It's like, if you're going to do the redemption, you got to, if you're going to do the redemption for the fan service, you got to give the period. At yeah, the end I mean, the they, they edited Hayden Christensen back into Return of the yeah. Jedi. Like, that's... Well, they'll edit this one in 50 years, too. Just give it... Know. Just give me any time to hold on to an emotional beat and let that resonate. Yeah. Any time at all. Yeah, I thought it was so... The kiss, I was just like, I guess they're setting up this romantic tension, but, like, it's not fully earned. No. And... I think I I don't you know, know if I agree I don't, with that. I, I you think, think it's earned. I, I, no, think, hey, that, I, I think the connection between them is so strong yeah. that they saying, might as well. About the movie, I'm gonna stop they it. might as well fuck. It's because it's a strong connection. Though their mind, they fucking in the theater of the mind. Their minds are bridged across the galaxy. At this point, fucking is just like you know. 
Yeah. Yeah. Not even right? two first base. It's not even a You don't have to get there. Why not? I, I don't know. I think they could have ended it in a more interesting way than just like a regular kiss. Yeah, hand oh. stuff. Yeah, Robbie not even. Not even not even like that. Like maybe like <laughs> one one last like mind connection thing. Sure. Like they do like a legion just and they forehead, go forehead touch each other. Mm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They're, they could yeah. fuck in there. That's what they, they do in Legion. Legion. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's the same exact room. That is, it's like the white, like <laughs> yeah, some, and the weird, you have creepy. Farouk yeah, Farouk is like some more <laughs> thematic connection that, like, the Force brought them together. I guess right. So. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Uh, I mean, do you guys like, want to talk about? Uh, sorry, I don't want to. No, I, I will say that they're they're one of the moments in in the final confrontation that I was surprised with myself. Where I was just like. This is kind of cool to see. Was seeing like a Palpatine again. I fucking hate saying that. A Palpatine and a Skywalker <sighs> standing next to each other, armed with Skywalker lightsabers, ready to fight the Emperor. I was just like, there is something cool about that for sure. But mm-hmm. it is not nearly as cool as other things I've seen in Star Wars. Sure. But there was something there. Leia's uh, lightsaber is also like pretty swaggy. Blue blade. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, I was expecting it, it to be color a different color. Purple. Yeah. The yellow sure. lightsaber. Mace Windu? Yeah. Cool. Her lightsaber, at, yes. Her lightsaber at the end is sick. It's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it has the spinny turn on. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it's made from the pieces of her of her staff. Though like, at the same time, when they put, she puts the, like, the, again, it goes back to, like, the balance of the force thing, like, letting all this kind of go. Like, she puts those two lightsabers away. So I was like, there's something poetic about that. And then yes. she immediately pulls out a different lightsaber, like, look at this toy. Can yeah. sell that. Why, why would any human person light their own? That's like, that's like someone it's being like, fucking, being like dude, I'm getting rid of these guns. And I have a new gun. I'm just going to shoot it in, in the sky. Robbie, you can build it. At at uh at um Galaxy's Edge, Star Wars. I, love, I would love to build it. Yeah, Galaxy's well, Edge. I but thought... do uh, really <laughs> quickly. Do you remember uh, in Solo when oh, yeah. they show when Darth Maul just lights his Maul, and he just turns his lightsaber on yeah, he's like, while he's not even in the room? Yeah, he just he's holograms in there. It's like seems like there's a bunch of murder. Don't forget about crime. Remember Zing. this. <laughs> Jewels. Jewels. Now that I mentioned this movie was kind of paced like a Galaxy's Edge ride. Yeah. It's like it's far it's, more it's, concerned with spectacle you're, than you're sitting in the ride and yeah. it's like, oh look at this thing. It's like, oh you turn over here, look at this thing. Again, like it's because it's, it's like here's the drop. It's, it's these people at this table. The spectacle of the movie, better than ever. The, so, the action, the shooties, the lightsaber more, fights. More than ever. I'll give you that. I mean, it, I think it still looks quality. Like, in terms of, like, the technical prowess of, like, you know. Oh, yeah. All let's the, put a bunch of money into a robot and make an action movie. That's what this is. And it looks cool. production but. team has been hitting it out of the park with, like, all five of, of the movies. Yes. That yeah. have, it that looks really good. And I think it's going to hold, years. especially the CG stuff, I think it's going to hold up a lot better than. Yeah. Other stuff in the past. Top I, and the, as well as the you. practical work. The practical, practical work is There's a lot of phenomenal. cool practical work still, too. Yeah. Yeah. To go back to the lightsabers yes, really quickly. Oh, <laughs> um, sorry, Brenda. No, that's okay. Um, I think it was very poetic. And I also at first thought, oh, she's burying the Jedi Order. Yes. But it was more that she didn't have a body to bury for Leia and yes. Luke. And yeah. so it was symbolic of that, which I found really nice. Yeah. But I'll say the thing that kind of bothered me, which I was surprised about, was her seeing both Luke and Leia at that end scene. Yeah. Right. I thought it would have been more fitting maybe just to see Luke instead of like 
almost looking at them as if they're the parents well, of her, I, I which they are, but they're siblings, I so it was kind of strange. It was weird because <laughs> the ending of Rise of Skywalker is a lot like the ending of oh. The Last Jedi. <laughs> and yeah. the Revenge of the Sith, which is like they do in Revenge of the Sith. Do you mean Return like, of the Jedi? Yes. No, I, no in The no. Last Jedi, when Luke dies, he is looking at uh, the binary, tattoo, the binary the sons. sons. Yes, yeah. yes. So, like, you know. <laughs> To see it again, because when you see it in Revenge of the Sith, you know, in the prequels, and I am talking about the prequels, you're like, ah, and now the original trilogy starts here. This movie sucks, but this is this is a thing that is fitting and full circle and mm-hmm. poetry rhymes. Um, and then when you get it in Last Jedi, you're like, wow, that's like an amazing, like, like when we watched it last night, I was tearing up at that moment because I was like, this oh, is yeah. so fucking powerful. Yes. And like in this moment, I was like, I just saw this yesterday. The same well, thing, except you're on Tatooine now, and it's a different character. Oh, and cool. BB-8 kind of looks like the two sons. I, All right, yeah, cool. Okay, he's a ball. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, for me, it's just like, which, you know, there's not much of the movie that was emotionally resonant with me. But I was just like, it, they, you got, they, it was done in a better way in the last movie. Like, without, right, a, like, like, without it, a doubt. It built up to that moment. It, it was earned. And I yeah. mean, guys, consider this, like, this is the last movie in this Nine movie, forty year saga. Yeah. For all intents and purposes, we probably, as all four people who really like Star Wars, should have been bawling at the end of this movie. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. I mean, the thing is, you know, for for people like us, we like at least we have <laughs> Keep saying that. Well, I just mean like you know we're we're there's different breeds of people who love Star. There's so much Star Wars out there. There are some people who I don't even think like the movies that much. They like the books that are no longer canon. You know, like there's yeah. a lot of different walks of Star Wars life out there. A lot of people at this table really like Last Jedi. That is a, a unique outlier. You know, all the people on on this table like the Last Jedi. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, you didn't say it was your favorite, so, so what I'm just very, I just want to, you know you didn't say it was your favorite. You brought that other movie. I don't care about. <laughs> but I, what I mean is like you know when I say to people they say well like the reasons we like The Last Jedi are like kind of the reasons we don't like Rise of Skywalker and it's because it's like the things that Last Jedi did it was a little bit more like you know capital F film-y it there works, more it works really moments, well as a movie there's more talkies like it's a good movie it's not yeah. that there's more talkies is that the talkies is better written that is true yeah Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, and that's kind of what I said. It's like if this if this Rise of Skywalker movie had more dialogue, but it was at the same quality as the yeah. rest of the dialogue in the movie, I think it'd have been even more unbearable. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like you know, Last Jedi is, just, is simple. Yeah. There's there's really three very simple plot lines yeah. that are happening. One in is the ship is trying to go away and it's just out of reach. Yes, mm-hmm. and the other is Ray wants to be a Jedi now, and then the other one is Luke Skywalker saying. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it is all that's all done very well. Mm-hmm. Less is more a lot of the times, but I think that's the thing where you know it, they came to this movie being like, we need to end nine movies, whereas instead it's like we just guys try to end three. You know, you'd have I mean, less on your plate. Shit, Avengers Endgame was the end of nineteen movies. That did that better. Yeah, well, I mean, like yeah. you know, Avengers Endgame, uh, it does I think a really good job of like doing fan service in the right way. And I haven't really articulated the why of that, but I think we can I say that. I'll it, tell you, like, man, yeah. I felt that one. Yeah. Endgame made me, like, tear up and be like, fuck. And, you know, this year has seen, like, the endings to a lot of, a like, lot of long-running yeah. series. You had Endgame, you had 
Um, you had Game of Thrones. You even know Watchmen very, came back, and then they ended it. <laughs> and it, Watchmen as well, Watchmen. which I think I think I think Avengers and Watchmen are like the lead better examples of they, like how you can keep going, keep going. How how you can like end a a long running series and give it that like emotional resonance yeah. that makes it feel final, you know. Yeah. They have a like, lot more practice, though. Yeah, th- they so. do, and like a big thing with the, uh, with like Avengers was is that they they planned to end it that way, like from the start. This yeah. th- they this new Skywalker trilogy, they were making it up as they went along. Yeah, yeah they're not. If comics you can feel that, that big from. time, I think. Yeah, but they also didn't have like, you know, I think with something like Endgame, like they. There, there was a, there was probably a moment ten years or five years before Endgame came out where they're like, let's start figuring out what this is going to look like and plan accordingly. Whereas I think like, you know, Star Wars, I'm, I'm very curious to hear about the behind the scenes of like the new trilogy because I think there's like some tumultuous. There's like, some turmoil there for sure, yeah. which is a bummer. Yeah, it's a bummer because like affects you know, us. Exactly, yeah. it, like it's. It's not good for the fans. The it's it's it is wild to me that Disney, being the well-oiled machine that they are, let this kind of go like seat of its pants. Whereas with the Marvel movies, they're planning that shit out like ten years in advance. Well, they well they had guys like Kevin Feige, like really planning it all I, out. Is this the difference between Kevin Feige and Kathleen Kennedy? I don't, no, no, I don't. I don't think it's. For all we know, Kathy Kennedy is the reason that it even works at all, you know? Yeah. It's, it's, hard, it's hard to say. I mean, uh, I think with Star Wars, uh, they could have done more to maybe have a longer plan. But we don't know. Again, like we don't know what the behind the scenes like. No. Like, I would it could have been to. Palpatine at the end. All the whole time, but the route to get there is way different, and then the route to do it is way different. And I think, Who knows, I know? think their plan was was to give each movie in this trilogy its own voice. Yeah, with Abrams, Johnson, and Trevorrow, but the Trevorrow thing fell through. Fell through. Thank so goodness. they had to, thank goodness, but yeah. they had to bring JJ back. So it's like, yeah, you know, it reminds it, me a lot of um, Dark Knight Rises because I think yeah. you know because because Dark yeah, Knight comes like, out and it slaps, and then. A More main, universal acclaim. But then, like, you know, Heath Ledger passes a away. A main, main character in that movie the, that's probably going to be in the sequel that, passes yeah, away. Yeah, passes away, between. and they're like, all right, now we have to kind of figure this out. Yeah. And, you know, I think Rises is, is, is another movie where it's kind of a shotgun blast of ideas that don't all get serviced, you know? Mm-hmm. And especially in something like Rises where it's like, it's grounded and maybe political and, and goes in all these different ways. And, like, it doesn't all gel together. Like, But then you have this crazy <laughs> nuclear bomb. Another bomb. Yeah. Always a bomb. It kind of almost felt like a game of uh, horse between JJ and Ryan Johnson. Like, JJ's like, all right, <laughs> here you go. I'd love to get him in the room. You're next. Talk. And then Ryan Johnson's like, okay, here we go. I'll do this. Now you're next. And yeah. JJ's like, all right. Uh, <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> all right. Well, this is a very. Uh, I want to bring up one more say. thing because I, w- I wanted to bring this up at the end of the kiss discussion. You like that Ray's lightsaber is yellow. Officially I did. I thought it kind of looked cool. It does. Um, I don't like how it worked in that scene, as we discussed. But I think the lightsaber looked cool. Oh, That's a cool toy. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> um, the other kiss that uh, the internet has been talking about for the past couple of days. Finally, queer representation in Star Wars. We don't have in to talk background. about this very much. We don't have to talk Finally. about this very much. Finally. But it's just like, nah, fuck that. Fuck that shit. Fuck when every time they're like, 
no, we're finally putting queer representation in Star Wars. No. And you do it for one fucking second, and it's like... That so you like, blink and you yeah. miss it. Here, yeah, and you're they satisfied. Know, and they fucking know because the internet has, has said don't do that every time it's been done it's like beauty and the beast all over again it's garbage mm-hmm. it's garbage like and they listen they listen to other parts of the internet clearly <laughs> yeah no yeah it was it's, a bummer i just wanted to like, say it i don't think we need to talk about it anymore but no i mean like not not an hour and a half into the episode no, no. but i think it's why i mean like again like is it cool that it's there to some extent I like guess. sure i yeah. guess yeah but like if you're going to do queer representation like do it. Yeah. Don't put your Do fucking toe in the water. Just, guys. I, I have something to say about this. Is like you, you people were saying that like um, I almost said pin and foe. <laughs> lots, lots of people oh. say that. Poe po and Finn, uh, the them becoming an item, yes. would have been a little bit of queer baiting. But it, I would have preferred that as a more like. It, it would be more resonant and it would fit the characters more than just them just shoehorning and throwing in this one shot of two women kissing. No, yeah. we were saying it's queer baiting because the actors during the press for it were acting like, oh, it could happen. Oh, sure. Yeah, that sure. was the queer baiting. F- F- Fair enough. Yeah. Like, honestly, I, I think that clearly they want a queer – some amount of queer representation mm-hmm. in the movie, yeah. right? I, I think it would have worked between Finn and Poe because those characters – have real on-screen chemistry in every yeah. one of these new movies. But they yeah. they introduce like two female like mirrors to each character in this film. Yeah. To kind of like, you know, uh show where they're what, romantic. What were their, I mean what, the the film may not again? be the film one may not be uh oh, sorry? What who what were their names? Oh, I have no idea. Yeah, exactly. They're well acted enough. I like sure. the Power Ranger outfit. Sure. I thought it was funny when her visor went up, her voice went to normal. But she still had her <laughs> mouth covered. I'm like, wouldn't your mouth still be robot sound? It's coming up through It's coming through 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 my shirt. Talk, Wait, her is that who, well, hold on. That's not who she who kissed at the end. No, no. but it's just to bring it's just a Dude, it's a, He was oh. just talking about the uh, you notice female counterparts that they oh, introduced. Yeah, 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 yeah. Which is like kind oh, of like Oh, between with Finn and Poe specifically. Yes. Yeah, I mean arguably the the, the, the love Finn interest. One, well, I mean the Finn one, I don't know if that's a love interest. I think they just have something in common. Did we just become best friends? We just became best friends. Yeah, that's like more of that. But yes. but the the Poe one is is more on the nose. Where he's like, "Can I kiss you?" It's like, "That's weird." All right, let's go on to the next thing. It was kind of funny. That yeah. little like Oscar Isaac. Oscar Isaac's also clocked the fuck in. He's a good he actor. Said some sure. funny He's a good shit. actor. Yeah, yeah, that was some good dialogue. He's committed. Yeah, I honestly thought like Ray was the most out of character for me, just because she's not like this in any of the movies. And no. she comes to the movie, she's like, "I'm brash and confident, and I can move rocks." <laughs> well, it a little bit parallels like how fucking Luke Skywalker comes in in Return of the Jedi, mm-hmm. all swag, kind of hot. No yeah. respect. Mm-hmm. I no, that's a that's a good point. I didn't think about that. Well, they physically say in the film, like, she's not she's herself. Been, well, and she's been True. training. They say in the crawl, she's been yeah. training. A, a year has passed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Yeah. But dude, oh, how many times have we seen people complain about her being a Mary Sue after The Force Awakens <laughs> and The Last so Jedi? Powerful Watch this movie. one, man. Yeah. <laughs> but, I, I, but that's I one of the things where I'm like, now I'm, she has I'm, a lineage, I'm, I guess. To, yeah, now everyone's going to be like, oh, it makes sense now. It makes <laughs> sense. It makes yeah, sense because exactly, she's her, related her to all boy. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. And the yeah. boy gave her the, cause, cause <laughs> the powers. Because lightning skips a generation. <laughs> and now she do lightning. It's a recessive gene. It's a recessive gene for <laughs> lightning. So this makes sense now. Medichlorians. How many Medichlorians does she have? Test it, her blood. Give me your blood. <laughs> the, the Palpatine shit felt like Medichlorians to me. <laughs> yes. Really uh, me too. You're not wrong, man. 
Okay. Anyway, <sighs> everybody uh, feeling like it's 2 a.m. yet? We're ending this podcast as we uh, walked out of the theater going just kind of... <sighs> well, okay. I will say I had a good time chatting about it with you guys. Um, I, I think I think there were some things that I didn't necessarily think I liked about the movie that w- that was genuinely illuminated, but... As a lot of times when you watch movies, you might be a little disappointed by it. When you talk about it with friends, it's a good fucking time. Yeah. And endings are hard. Endings, are, this yeah. endings are hard. Especially, they made it look very hard. Yeah. I think this movie had a ton on its plate. And I, you know, I hope we didn't sound like we threw too much shade at I didn't Powers hate MP. it. I didn't hate it either. I laughed yeah. a lot. But overall. I laughed a lot too. Mm. There's there's parts of the roller coaster that were fun. But, yeah. you know, as... If you're setting up to be this, like, the pitch is like, yo, we're doing this epic ending to all these movies. It's like, you didn't yeah. quite nail it. But they it's a more, hard thing to nail. They more just made uh, a, a ride for Galaxy's Edge. Yes. The Rise of Skywalker. It goes up and up and ends. <laughs> um, Hot Takes is not the only podcast on Story Screen. Story Screen is a host of many podcasts, articles, buy a fucking t-shirt, and it also has its own movie theater located at 445 Main Street in Beacon, New York. So go to storiescreenbeacon.com to see our schedule for our movies, to buy a fucking t-shirt, to also read the articles and listen to the podcast done by all the lovely people at this table and more. If we and, may uh, pitch a recent episode that's not a hot take, Bernadette. Oh, yeah. Jack and I just recently did a cathode ray cast of Living With Yourself. On Netflix. It's a very fun and pleasant TV show. It's two Paul Rudds. What more could you ask for? That's it. That's it. It's pinnacle. Got to tell you a story about about that show when we we finish. Oh, fun. That'll be good for our listeners. Hopefully it involves more hand stuff than this movie. Well, you can cut that out. Whatever. Yeah, we do a lot of editing. (laughs) We we cut all kinds of stuff out. We're going to cut out. When you listen to this, viewers, there's all kinds of stuff that we cut out. Yeah, you guys, the the other hour, we really talked a lot about the hands. That's when the real (laughs) shit talked a lot about the Uh hands. But that's not in here. So, you know, maybe on the next podcast, we'll get into it. We'll save it for the Patreon. (laughs) Yeah, right. Yeah, for $5 a month, you can unlock the hand stuff tier. Um, I'm sure that's a real. If you want thing. some Jeremy foot picks, they're also on there for the ten dollar tier. Nah, no, that's in the twenty five dollar. Come on, Ooh, yeah. big money. <laughs> Come on, big money from Jeb Bear. Thank you guys so much for listening to this episode. If you made it to the end, we really appreciate you listening. And don't be afraid to contact us on social media. We love talking about movies. We love to talk about movies with you. Um, so don't be don't be afraid to reach out. Even if and if you really like Rise of Skywalker and, and you have things that you really like about it, or if you kind of align with more of our opinions. Don't be afraid to reach out. We love to talk about movies, and we love to talk about movies with good people as well. So thank you again so much for listening to this episode. Um, and may the force be with you, always. No one's ever really And also gone. with you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was going to say, and also with your spirit, but then Jack took it. I beat so. you to it. <laughs> yeah. I beat well, you at your own Christianity game. That's old school Catholic. <laughs> yep. For, for that's stuff. me, old school Catholic. <laughs> Totally could. Is it not already? I don't know. That sounds so. like Batman forever. That's, Batman that's exactly forever. right. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's the true. point. There's uh, played by Ultimate Pac-Man. No, no championship. Cha- Pac-Man Championship yeah. Edition. There's a DX. Mrs. Pac-Man, his wife. Yes. Or sister. They got divorced. They-
Oh, no, they did not. Yeah, it's really sad. <laughs> no, they <laughs> like did not. Like, shut yeah. the fuck up. Yeah. <laughs> They're still together. They this whole terse no scene way. and Pac-Man punched the hole in the wall. And... <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> the know. ghosts turn into fruit and then they turn back. It doesn't make sense. <laughs> <laughs> Dunk. Yep. Yep. <laughs> that was me being both Pac-Mans. They sound very identical. They're the same species. I get it. Yeah. True. Cool. 